Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code bravado at checkout. 
So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Herb Bottle Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's Homegirl Vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, girls, welcome back. Hi, welcome back. Missed you. Yeah. (laughs) Same place, same time. We're here. We're here. Actually, it's not the same place. Well, it's the same place, it's not the same time. We're recording on a different day because yesterday we were tied up. We were tied up, so how was your weekend? Um, Eventful. So this weekend we went to the Camp Flognaw Music Festival. Mm-hmm. This was our third year going. Had a blast. I guess we're just d- diving right into the new week, new tea, where we kiki with you and you kiki with we, huh? Really? No, not yet. Not really. That's our recap of our weekend, but... oh. So yeah, so we went to the Camp Vlognaw Festival and I had a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Period. If you guys see my story, then you've seen Brittany hollering like a mad woman. (sighs) There were carnival rides because it's a carnival slash music festival, which is pretty cool because you get to ride all the rides for free. Yes. But Germany here wanted to get on the sick, and I mean the sickest (laughs) ride that they had where you were going all the way around, hanging (laughs) upside down. It wasn't the sickest ride. We didn't even know. It what. was like the hammer. Was it called the hammerhead? It was called like pirate something, but it was basically the hammerhead. It was so funny. I don't know how I let her. Um, I didn't think it was going to be like that. I didn't see it go like dun, dun. a full. I didn't see and And I definitely didn't see it pause in the air while you're upside down. So that that was new. But it was still fun. But you were hollering like you uh, were, <laughs> I'm like, why are you fucking? I thought that was it. I honestly thought that my life was going to end right there, right right there, right then, right there. I, you at, were done. At a point, I had to stop screaming and just break into prayer mode. I knew we weren't going out. I knew it. I was like, God, no. No. But it was fun. Yeah. The hollering. I need to somehow, I'll put the footage back up. No. <laughs> Leave the footage. If you didn't catch it on the day, you missed it. It's in the moment footage. But, but I watched it over and over and over again. And people were like. I was crying laughing at myself. People said, I keep watching it too. That's how I knew it was funny. I was like, this girl is fucking crazy. The next day she tried to get me, but I was not letting her get me. And we only rode one ride. Yeah. Boo. And you talking about happy medium. That was just boring. That was medium medium. It was boring. That was not boring. I mean, compared to the first ride, everything seems boring. But no, I can't be flipping over and so- upside down in the air. I'm 30 years old. The flipping and tumbling. Yeah. Yeah, my body is achy today. My calves, I feel like it's my Achilles heel. Like somebody just detached it and my foot is just hanging. Even though I know my Achilles heel is not in my 
calf. I'm just saying that's the feeling. Like it's, it this is, feels detached. Yeah. I'm like, where are my calf muscles? What the fuck? So who was your favorite performance? Lauren Hill. I, I was telling Lauren my Hill. mom I was screaming. Lauren Hill, I let show my mom my footage. She was like, wow, Lauren looks great. She looks beautiful. She my mom amazing. said the same. She was like, yeah, I saw her. She looked good. She looked good. She looks amazing. So Lauren Hill, Pusha T was really good. Very commanding. Mm-hmm. Pusha and T brought that energy. Yes. I knew he was hardcore, but, you know, I've never been a full Pusha T fan. Mm-hmm. I, I'm nothing against him, but, you know, I just never just sat down and listened. I listened to the radio his. Yeah, the, I like Pusha. I'm not like a deep fan. What happened to that yeah, boy? Yeah, love that. <laughs> I'm not a deep fan, but I do, you know, I got a couple Pusha hits in my bag that I can whip out when I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was really good? Um, SZA. SZA, surprisingly, she's gotten better. She she really nailed it. Vocally. I was apprehensive because um, she really let us down at Coachella. Yeah. And then a couple of other performances that I watched. Um. I was let down, but she brought her a game. She did. Yeah, she brought her a game. So I was pleasantly surprised and yes. enjoyed watching her. And Kids See Ghosts were pretty good. Kids See Ghosts was pretty good. Yeah. Now Kanye was forgetting the words. He he did. He was forgetting the words, and he was focusing more on the dance. But you know, I wish Kanye would just focus on the music because I really am a fan of his music. Yeah. And I really he has they they the energy was good. Yeah. And Kid Cudi is fucking fine. I can still feel the love. Yes. I can still feel the love. Yes. Yeah. Hey, tell them the kid Cuddy hum on your pussy joke. <laughs> I saw a meme saying that, like, um, imagine kid Cuddy doing the huddy, the Cuddy hum on your vagina. Sick, cause you know he'd be like, it, it's a, he always humming. Yeah, he always hums. Yeah, he always does, and yodeling. Yeah, so the Yodel Hum is his combo. They were good. Their set, their set setup was visually off the screamed chains. Kanye. It screamed creative. It screamed Yeezy. Yeah, Yeezy season. Tyler with Tyler. So for those of you that don't know, Tyler the Creator, he's the one that created this festival. So this is his seventh year doing it. Mm-hmm. It started off really small. Now it's like huge. Yeah, it was at Dodger Stadium this year. Yeah. Um. So he always has good energy and stage presence too. I wasn't always a fan of Tyler the Creator because he was doing that um, satanic devil worshiping type mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, but um, I liked Flower Boy and I like seeing him perform the Flower Boy. So yeah, he's he's good. He has a couple couple bops that I really really like, and the Flower Boy album is good. Um, I forgot my song that I like just that quick. I ain't got time. time. Yeah. But he's niggas. Girl, he, had, throw a he has a voice. song with Jacquees, y'all. Yeah, once that came on, I said, okay. I looked over at Brittany. I'm like, this is her I speed. I was like, okay, Tyler with the, um, the R&B. Jacquees collab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he gave a little, um, a few words of motivation. He did. I'm really proud of him. Yeah, I am too. He's really, really did it on him. He's an icon living. So... <laughs> <laughs> You took me with the I took you. Limit. So, um, I'm like, I don't anything know. else about Camp Flognar? Is that pretty That's much? it. That was it. Yeah. It wasn't like the best year. Yeah, this is our third year going. Um, the best year was the first year. And we got the tickets before knowing the lineup. Uh-huh. Won't be doing that again. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed, you know, who I saw, but 
The first year we went in 2016, the lineup was, I mean, to die for. We had Lil Weezy, we had Anderson Pac, we had Chance the Rapper, mm -hmm. we had Mac Miller. Who else do we have? I think ASAP Ferg was there. Solange was there last year. Yeah, Solange. And Cuddy was there last year. It was really lit. Oh, Alina Baraz was there in 2016. Uh -huh. The internet always. It was there. nonstop. I don't remember having any. A the lot Drake. Downtown. Down, down, downtown. Downtime. Yeah. The Drake um, nonstop. That year. Um, but this year, there was a lot of downtime. Oh, Erica Badu was there too. Erica Badu. Yeah. That was a good year. It was a good year. But Epic one for the books. All in all. Um, but also, when you've been to so many like um, music festivals, especially, and also different shows, which we've done over the past like three years or so, um, you need to be more selective about which ones you spend your coin on. Otherwise, you're just seeing people 5, 10, 11 times. Yeah, because we've seen the internet about six, seven. We done seen them flip it and fumble it and tumble it. We've seen um, Ego it. Death, Individual Projects, Now Hive Mind. Yeah. We've seen it all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so. but it was still it was still fun, uh, nonetheless. Yeah, so um, what else? Let's dive into our tea. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Yeah. So, <clears throat> oh shit, got a frog in my throat. <laughs> Clear. So, <clears throat> pardon me, ladies. So Gabrielle Union. Her and Dwayne Wade had a baby. They kept that on the low low. Under wraps, honey. That that was like a little top top secret they kept close to the heart. And I'm really happy for her because we read We're Gonna Need More Wine. And she talked about her fertility struggles and how she's had like eight or nine miscarriages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and they really wanted to have a child. I don't know how true this part is, but someone said that this was her last egg. Don't say that. Maybe I don't, that's why they called it the, the miracle, miracle baby. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, cause maybe that's where the miracle came from. The last one. Some now, someone said that again. I don't know could how be, true. Couldn't could be putting but, tin on too. Huh? I mean, if it was, then God's plan. Um. So yeah, they had a baby. Of course, people were clowning and talking about why she laid up in the hospital bed like she delivered the baby. Well, she did the skin to skin contact to she make, had to make do it the feel skin like the to baby. Skin, and they were like, she looked like she just delivered. She got that scarf in her head. I'm like, she was probably pacing around the hospital. It's probably the wee hours of the morning. You she guys, did look like she just, just finished I know, wrapping up birth. Let's focus on what's important. She got, they got their baby. Yeah. Damn. I know. But she did. She did look like. They was like, like I'm trying to figure out why she looked like. I'm like, common sense. Come on. Um, but a lot of people don't know the process of like having a surrogate. So they probably think the baby just is born and you know, like you get the baby after. I wonder how that works. So the, if you're a surrogate, do you get to spend any time with the child or is it just probably not? It's probably the immediate out into the new mom's arms. Unless, I mean, unless you guys have, no, a I wouldn't, they, they probably don't even let the baby latch on. It's no breastfeeding. It's none of that. Wow. That's. Because as as soon as you don't, they also don't want you to get emotionally attached to the baby. And I mean, but don't you do that during the whole ten months you carry it? I mean, but it's nothing I like seeing the baby and feeling it and being connected and putting the baby on your titty, and then the baby only wants a titty. You know, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. So they probably did the immediate pull from the puss. And hand on over to Gabby and Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> to your rightful parents. That was just the vessel. So I think you have to keep that in your mind when you're doing the surrogate. Right. The full, the full time. Just the vessel. Well, God bless those vessels because some people really can't have kids and they desperately wanted a kid. But that the baby, handmaid. 
that's you know now that i've tuned into the handmade i yeah. swear to god the whole time i'm like this is really handmade tale vibe yeah this is handmade i should work. not have watched that because handmade now work. i'm like you know what these surrogates are little handmaids yeah i mean mine is the whole fucking thing but yeah you know they're just the vessel they're just here to bring the bring the shit to fruition that's it Boom. praise be yes praise be <laughs> praise be to the under his eye under his eye yeah you would have to keep under this coin because you get paid a lot they do i mean but it's risky business because your when body you, when you really think about the work that it takes like laboring it takes so much energy not that i know firsthand i'm just going off right. what a few people have told me um you know cooking up those kids baby girl people be yeah it's nothing to play with um yeah i mean you gotta you gotta really it's ugh. a life or death situation yeah people die blood pressure issues all kind of shit. You saw Kenya had to go. Her feet were all swollen. She yeah. Had to the preeclampsia, whatever. Preeclampsia. Preeclampsia or something. Pre, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Basically, so. your blood pressure is just through the roof. And then you can do the um, gestational diabetes. It's too much. I, w I couldn't risk my life for to give the baby to somebody else. Once, it's just not me. Not for me. Not for me. Especially if I'm risking my puss, it would have to be an automatic cesarean. And it's like you have to continue to do that if that's going to be the way you make a living. But I'm sure you, there's don't. a limit, right? Like you can only deliver so many kids. I don't know. Look surrogate. at our ancestors. I don't think so. We I mean, I'm not. pretty sure the surrogate, the Pete, the parents want tip top puss, tip top puss, tip top organs, everything in shape. Yeah. Probably never have had a kid or only had a few. Right. Ugh, God bless clean, them. You have to have a clean bill of health. Yeah, God bless them. If you um, tread in those waters. Ugh. Anywho. So what else? So congrats to um, the Wade. Yeah, that's basically that, that's what, right what we're saying. Hey, Gabby. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Um, what else is tea is we need your prayers. Usually we're praying for other states and other parts of the country with the natural disasters going on. But us over here in California, we desperately need your prayers. We have all these fires popping off. And it's, it's so scary. scary. It's so scary. Looking at the footage, um, so the there was a really well, they're both bad. Um, but I was seeing the footage from the fires in Northern California, watching those people trying to escape and evacuate. And um the sad thing about it with them is they didn't get enough time or enough warning to evacuate. So it was like in the little small town where they live in. There's like one way in and one way out mm -mm -mm. type vibe. Mm -mm -mm. So it was gridlock traffic. Flames and ashes flying everywhere. Tires were melting to the point where people had to hop out of their cars and literally run for their lives. Can you imagine? No. No. Because then what happens Especially to your like shoes? Especially like if you have children, if you have animals, you know, say you're a single mom with children and animals. What about your own rubber shoes? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Brittany, it's not even funny. It's <laughs> not. You. I'm thinking about realistic. Like if my tires are melting. It's really bro, the fight or flight. It's really no telling what's gonna happen to my feet. Yeah. It's just. Um. This world. It's fight or flight, but so that whole town practically burned down, and then here in Southern California, the fires are um, in Malibu and like the Thousand Oaks area. It's just. And you know what kills me again with people? My, I ran into, um, walked into a conversation with my coworkers today. They were like, um, they were like, um, yeah, like making a joke about it. They were like, 
Yeah, I'm so devastated for these celebrities losing their million dollar homes, losing their second home, losing their beach home. And I'm like, you know what? This is a time where you guys need to tap into being a little empathetic. A little humanity here. It doesn't matter if this is their fifth home. Yeah. My shit's gone. Furthermore, lives are in danger. Animals are in danger. And imagine if this was you. It doesn't matter because those fires can quickly hop on over to our side. I, I'm, I've been praying that. <laughs> I'm because like, that's Lord, what's happening. The, the fires are traveling. It's not cool. So that really pissed me off when I ran into that, walked into that conversation. I'm like, you know what? Y'all are sick. Because it's not about how much money the people have who these fires are affecting. It's the principle that my shit's happening. gone and it's happening. Sicko mode. So there's been quite a few celebrities that have lost their homes. It's sad. Robin Thicke. What? Robin Thicke, Damon Dash said his um, was saved by the hair of his chinny chin chin, but all the other homes on around him got burned down. Uh, prayers. Um, so yeah, prayers for them people. Prayers. Because it's sad, and they're not contained. I mean, they're a little bit contained, but they're still burning wild because we've had these Santa Ana winds, which are supposed to increase tonight. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Also, the shooting in Thousand Oaks. I, I don't have enough in me. Prayers for those families. And I know that people are saying, and the mom, and the, we don't want prayers. We don't want condolences. We want fucking gun control, which I completely agree with. These people are nuttier as fuck. They're nutty, okay? They're, they're losing their shit. And in this time of crisis and um, fucked upness, we have to stick together. We do. We have to figure out what the bigger picture is. And you know what I don't like? You know what grinds my fucking gears? What? You know what chase my pussy lips? Oh this. My no, I'm serious. I don't like it. If you want to commit suicide and you're dealing with those kind of psychotic, you know, issues and you don't want to get help for yourself, the last resort is not mass shooting. And if that comes down to the mass, if you feel like the last resort is, hey, got to take myself out, then take yourself out without taking somebody else in. Don't pull me in. It's all fucked up, but why do you, if you, and another thing, if you know you're going to turn the gun on yourself, if you know you're going to be a coward right. and not deal with the fucking consequences of what you did and what you've done, hey, 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 Well, do it in silence. Um, he was on his social media accounts I before know, he I know. took his life, and he, I think he intended on living, but the way the police were coming in, no, he knew that they were going to take him out. Bitch. Right, but he was saying like, you know, I guess I'm not going to be able to stick around and hear hear them say, you He's know, insane. thoughts and prayers when there's a bigger issue. But did he do that in the heat of the moment? He text he put that on He was on his doing this like while they were while he was waiting for the police to arrive because he knew they were called. He was on his Facebook page or Instagram page making posts. No, let the police shoot you. Let somebody else kill you. And that's you. why he shot that police. As soon as he came in, he was waiting on the police to come in. Nope. Let somebody take you out. Go out like Cleo. Go out like a fucking rider. Go out like a gangster. The Cleo. Yeah, do it that way. And I'm saying, you know, take all those, take all that hit to the body. The same in pain that you inflicted. <laughs> no, no y'all should have just saw the way that Germany stop. Seriously, take it. Yeah. If you gonna give it, and you want to bring like that sort of pain to other people, you take you take, take it. it. Yeah, don't be a coward and be like, yeah, I'm taking myself out. Not not that suicide and dark thoughts don't haunt people, and they don't take themselves out every day because I know suicide sucks and it's not okay. And there's help out there if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts. Right. But the issue is the the result is not 
mass shooting. It's the not. result is not take out other people. If you if you want help, there's help. But the help can't be or your re resolution can't be, I'm going to just take everybody out. Ugh. Yeah. There's an um, update on this deodorant. Okay. It's okay. But it's wait, still... let's finish Okay, this. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, so, but, um, sorry. So I feel my armpits tingling. Where are you going? Sorry. Um, so in regards to the mass shooting, Tamara, Tamara and her husband. Adam niece, Housley. Adam Housley. They lost a niece in the shooting. Elena, she was 18 years old. Um, she was killed in the shooting. So they were on an interview, basically like expressing how sad they were about losing her and how we need to have gun control and this, that, and the other. So that made it to the shade room. People were in those comments lighting Adam's ass up saying, no, keep that same energy because he used to be a news reporter. They were like, you need to keep that same energy that you had when Trayvon Martin got killed. Because I guess when the news first dropped regarding Trayvon Martin's death, Adam had said something along the lines of, um, this sounds like something he brought up on himself. Something like that. So, girl, they um, lit Adam up. Talking about, no, you want, now you want sympathy and prayers and all this. You know our people, we don't forget. They didn't forget. Eye him. for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Yeah, so... Adam good responded. For the goose is good for the gander. Adam responded and he was like, yes, that is what I said when I was a reporter. But I said that before I had all the, the information. And they were like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. You said it. Right. And the reason why you said it is because he was black, basically. Now, this is not the time, I don't think, to be coming down on people mm -hmm. when they lost a family member. Mm -hmm. But I mean, facts are facts. He didn't make the statement. No, that's no relation to the niece and her losing her life. They're going to come down on Adam. Get him, Tiger. Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> but I really hate the way people tear people down in those social and those shade room comments because there's just no regard for human life ever. They don't care at all. And it's sickening. I'm just shook. It's sickening. Shook one. Yeah. We need to be kind to each other. Yes. Ugh, anywho. So, um, yeah. That's the tea this week. Hot and heavy. Hot and little Caesar's. Yeah. 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 Little Caesar's tea. So, on to something else. I'm not even going to talk about the deodorant. You brought it up. I know, but basically, um, if you're going to shave your armpits, I don't know why. Like, when your pores are open, sometimes it get a little stingy. That's yeah. what any deodorant. Really? When I shave my armpits before, like with Dove and stuff, after if I put deodorant after, it didn't sting up. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's nothing. Anywho, so you gals can always keep up with us um, in regards to merchandise, in regards to leaving your comments, questions, reviews, all that stuff at theblackgirlbravado.com. So that's your hub for everything us, mm -hmm. everything bad bitch, right? Otherwise, let's talk about support. Yeah. Our favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. You gals can rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Ooh, I'm going to put a different voice on. <coughs> Radio voice. Okay. So, this sounds weird. Never mind. So, yeah, just make sure that you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, if it is value added, and it's resonating with you. If you've told a homegirl who's, who's told a homegirl who's told a homegirl, then you need to fucking rate and review. 
Yes. It's simple, simply put, what are you here for? Help us. What are you here for? Help us help you. So you guys um, did come through last week with the ratings and reviews, but we need you to continue to come through. Also, if you have a friend that you know would benefit from this information, it is your duty to Dead. share this podcast with your friends, okay? If you have some shit that you benefit from and you're not t- telling your girlfriends about it, then what are you doing? So you need to be rating and reviewing this podcast. Mm-hmm. You also need to be sharing it with your homegirls, mm-hmm. okay? We're depending on you. So let's read the review of the week. Do it. This one comes from Miss Coors. She says, listen, this is a read. I was introduced to this podcast by my friend Jess, who Def has a secure homegirl vibe. Over the course of two months, G and B have literally become... When y'all give us those (laughs) nicknames, when y'all call me G. G and B have literally become spiritual teachers to me, and I make it my duty to introduce them virtually to every woman I know. We were just talking about this. She knows. She's tapped in. When I tell y'all I learned so much about life, and more importantly myself, they should have federal funding for financial aid because class is in session. Dead. Federal funding, okay. Oh, <laughs> I need to really work on that. I cry, laugh, and take notes all while chiming all while chiming in on some of my favorite lyrics simultaneously. A homegirl is a woman who can encourage you, teach you, and whip you into shape all at the same time. Thank you. You're welcome, girl. Yeah. Um, we definitely need funding. <laughs> um, so the more you guys send in these reviews and these ratings, and the bigger the possibility of funding. <laughs> so we're depending on you for funding. This is this is how you fund the podcast. Yes. Rate and review. Oh, we forgot to say that while we were at Camp Vlog. No, we saw a couple of girlfriend listeners live and in the flesh. <laughs> wow. We ran into a couple of homegirls. Well, they ran into us because we didn't know that they were the homegirls until they told us they were the homegirls. But that was so cool. So if you guys ever see us out in public. Say what up. Holler at a player when you see her on the street. Trick. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Holler at a player. Yeah. Yeah. So um, That was fun. Yeah. All right. So on to the next. Last week. Keeping the energy. Keeping the energy. Snap, snap. Go, go. Right. All right. So as what? Last week's episode, episode 71, was who are you without them overcoming codependency? So in that episode, we chatted about the concept of codependency. We discussed the sign and symptoms of being a codependent or engaging in a codependent relationship. We also provided some tips and ways to overcome that learned behavior. Y'all were feeling it. Yeah. So girlfriends kept saying we were reading them. Somebody said we took them. A couple of homegirls said we took them to church. Even one homegirl said she was ready to give us ties. <laughs> Taking them. I'm like, give it to us. Taking the tithe. So that message resonated with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's our goal when we come here week after week. Okay. So this week we are going to be talking about commitment issues. It's getting heavy. It's heavy till your neighbor is tight, but it's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we're talking about commi- commitment issues for this episode in particular, this is in relation to relationships, okay? So, if you have commitment issues with relationships, we're talking to you. Mm-hmm. Or, if you're dealing with niggas who may have commitment issues, you're going to be able to pick out these red flags and push them to the curb once you're done listening to this episode. Yeah. So, people who have commitment issues or commitment phobia generally have a serious problem in staying in a relationship for the long term. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
Do you have commitment issues? No. No? Okay. I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> Committed. Commit. Hey, I'm in it. I'm in this. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, are you, are you ready to commit? Yeah. Where are you stand? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wanna know. Yeah. So um people I'm the same. I'd be ready to commit, like, oh yeah, you like me, I like you, cool, we go together. We're in a committed relationship. Yeah, if we're doing in my mind what is um what are commitment related things. Yeah. We should just go ahead and do the commit. Once it falls in there's a criteria of boyfriend, girlfriend, we're committed. Commit. Yeah. Commit AF. Yes. Um, so people with commitment issues, they're saying they supposedly want long and long term long term connections with people, but whenever people want to post up. Yeah. They never up. seal the deal. Mm -hmm. They never seal the deal. And usually if you start asking these people for commitment, you know, they're ready to push you to the curb or shy away from it. They don't want to talk about it. It's the Deuces conversation with, I mean, you know, we doing what we doing. Let's just do what I we've been that. doing and let it ride. Like we, but then they want you to be around all the time. Yeah. And they want to require the girlfriend behavior. Right. But you don't want to offer what you need to offer. Or they may do the commitment to satisfy, you know, your immediate request. But then a couple weeks down down the line they're cutting up and like you know i'm not really ready for this yes. or we moving too fast we need to slow it down a little bit back it up a little bit and just back go it up back and to dump it yeah but really because there's a duality there right so some people just have a difficult time accepting the conflict with romantic relationships the idea that there's this real deep desire to have intimacy and um what is that called companionship mm -hmm. but then they also want to retain their individuality and their freedom like nigga <laughs> yeah you gotta give me both yeah <laughs> i mean i get you want to be free nigga but not but they want to be free free yeah you know the sling your dick around yeah i know i know the free free because you not know? just free like hey i'm gonna hang out with my nigga exactly tonight, my boys tonight they want to do the single things the single mingle yeah. single like a pringle ready to mingle exactly get your ass back in this can so we know that both men and women suffer from commitment issues but they're saying that men suffer from this more it's primarily a male problem and you i know, can see that yeah. i can see that because it's always us women waiting around for someone to make the commitment or seal the deal and we're just like dang is he ready to commit or i'm waiting on him to ask me and we're pretty or emotional. i don't feel comfortable asking because i don't want to push him away i don't want to feel like i'm coming on too strong yada da, 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 da. and so we're waiting around for them to figure out if they're ready or not but the whole thing is if you if you present what you want and it's on the table then you don't have to worry about him running away sis if he's going to be with you he's going to be with you i agree not going to dance around the commitment we just can't we can't what do boo we can't but we do because you know what i feel like women have been conditioned mm -hmm. to be non-committal or act like they're not pressed or like it's not a big deal because it's been normalized yeah the situation ship again and again we, we want to keep the nigga mm -hmm. we rather keep the nigga versus dealing with what we really want like right. hey but i really want you to be mine mine the settle for some i don't want to do the monica and brandy duet the boy, Over is mine. the boy is mine the boy is mine the boy is mine the boy is mine <laughs> i don't want to do that right. girl i used to me and my I'll friend i'll do it <laughs> you need to give it up i had about a year had a girl me and my it's, home who are you monica or brandy? brandy i was always brandy really yeah i was monica and i'm still monica <laughs> nowadays Mon did you see brandy sidebar did you see brandy dancing 
she when she dances it's like a kiki palmer vibe like it doesn't really connect, connect yeah it's like, like they're brandy. doing the moves I but are you move. really doing them yeah i'm like brandy sis it's not hitting poor her she's just i don't know frail from glory but i'll still take brandy on that song so now we know who has what part when, when we, it's time my sister yeah. and i used to do that with p diddy and, and um mace collabs p diddy biggie shit i was always diddy <laughs> I'm like, come on, you know when more money, more problems come out. Like, I got my part. Shit. Ooh, I love that Brandy album. Um, Which one? Some people say that I am not the same girl. Yeah! Sitting on Sitting top on of the world. Of the Was world. that the name of the top album? Of the world. Sitting on top, top of the world. world. No. Uh-uh. Uh, Angel in Disguise. Angel in Disguise. An angel in Disguise she was. Yes. And somehow you fell for her. Dead. Until she broke your heart. Brandy's braids be whipped, though. And they used to be. The rain, then I, I love you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Sitting on top of the world with that mace. Sitting on top of the world. Top of the world. Top of the world. Top of the world. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like it. Okay. So, anyway, so here. How do we get there? We're, we're bringing it back around. Bring it back. Bring it back around. So some causes of commitment phobia will be fear of having or having had the relationship in without signs of note, like noticing the signs. The blind side. Yeah. The, I don't want to be slapped in the face with it. So I'm going to end it before you're able to cut things off. Or it's not even going to get going before yeah. it needs to be cut. That. We're not cutting it. Or also there's a fear of not being in the right. Now right is in quotation marks relationship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It doesn't feel perfect yeah. or what you thought a relationship would be. All the eggs in one basket. Exactly. Um, there's also the fear of having been in an unhealthy relationship. Mm. That's a big one. Yes. Dealing with some dealing with some bullshit. Yeah. Don't want to go back. Um, also, you have trust issues because of your past hurts by those close to you. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Just oh. dealing with a lot. Trust issues. What song was that? Drake. Oh, trust issues. I don't remember the rest. I'm of like, that. where's the rest of the song? Okay, so we have childhood trauma and abuse. Some the deep seated, rooted issues, things that you have to unpack. Layers here, or also your unmet childhood needs or attachment issues. So, say you had a parent who left you. Maybe the daddy, daddy issues. wasn't there to take me to the fair. Yeah, to, to change, change my underwear. underwear. It seems he doesn't care. Yeah, so in real life, <laughs> daddy not being there probably caused some real deep hardcore issues that are affecting you in your adult life. Yeah, I'm not trying to laugh at nobody with daddy issues. Of course issues. not. It's not. We're just we have re- resort back to our- episode eight was daddy issues. There we go. Um, also, we have some complicated family dynamics while we're growing up. All of that stuff again, deep seated. You really don't really realize how much your childhood shit impacts you. And you know, knowing what I know now, should I ever bear children? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna really do my best to make sure you know they're they good have, people. Yeah, and it I know because like life emotional. is already life is already tough. You know, going through the day to day, we got to work these white men gigs and do things that we necessarily don't want to do to survive. Sometimes, so the least I can do provide them with the loving tools and resources yeah to combat the bullshit you can definitely tell the difference between a child that's been loved on and provided with a good home and good resources versus someone that maybe didn't have those privileges and it sucks that you have to unpack all that and work through all those issues once you're an adult a Um, big thing thankfully 
you know, it's possible to work through them. It's possible. It's possible. A big thing for me is making sure that, like, if I have a son, that he's able to communicate his emotions, like, appropriately. No toxic masculinity Not doing it. No. Yeah. I want you to tell me how you feel. That's what I do with my sister's kids. The, the little one gets a little feisty and I'm like, hey, 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 he'll get super angry. Like, he's not playing fair. He's not playing right. And I'm like, baby boy, tell me what you're feeling. Why are you angry right now? Why do you feel mad? And he'll be like, because I can't. And I'm like, okay, so let's let's dig there. There. Let's pull that out. Let's start there. Let's start there. And then we problem solve and come up with a solution. And, you know, it just helps giving these kids the tools that they need to fly. Wow. Angel in disguise. Yeah. You were. Still alive. <laughs> that's great yeah we men need that so they that do. when they grow up when you raise up a child in the way that he should go yeah and they come to a nice young woman they have their shit together you ain't yeah. coming to me with no fuckery yeah we don't have to go back down memory lane and i don't have to raise you up <laughs> like i'm your mother i'm dead at back what was that song back down memory lane, lane. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't want to have to do the i don't want to have to be an adult raising up a child in the way yeah. that he should go <laughs> Raise up a nigga in the way that he should go. No, come to me, raise, cause you can't raise a man. That's what came. <laughs> That's what came. Michelle says you can't raise a man. All right, so we going on with the band. So if you have approached a man that hasn't been raised up in a way that a child should raise up in a way, <laughs> you know what I'm. In the way he should have been raised. Yeah. Um. Here are some signs. These are the subtle signs. That will um, that can be red flags to let you know, hey, this person that you're dealing with may have commitment issues. Or also, this can help you identify if you may have you some- You do have commitment yes, issues. Yes, if you have commitment issues that you need to work through. Mm -hmm. So the first one. Mm -hmm. So if you can rarely make or set up plans weeks or months in advance with someone, that's a red flag. Okay. Yeah. So people with commitment issues, they tend to not think too far ahead when it comes to relationships or plans because they know that people come and go in their life regularly. So you can be like, Hey, you want to go to the Mary J. Blige concert in three months? They're like, I don't know. Like that's three hate, months. I we'll have when to people figure say, that out when they like, I don't know. I don't we'll know what see. I'm doing. I need to know. Put a plan in place and then you'll have something. And if you don't have day. anything, right. If you don't have anything planned now, then you're free. Right? So we're going to the MJB concert. You're free. We're going to see Auntie Mary. Right. So with these people, it can be very frustrating or difficult to make any concrete plans with this person for the future. Yeah. Um, also, they they may or you may um, have a big, big, large group of casual motherfuckers that you click up with, but no real close done daughters. You know, and that's because building a close friendship or relationship, it's an investment in your time and your effort and your energy. Right. So these kind of motherfuckers, <laughs> they shy away from making that kind of time, energy and investment because they feel like it already won't last. Mm -hmm. They they might be really social, social butterflies. But these um, social relationships and interactions are often superficial with a large group of people rather than deep connections with a few. Right. Right. And they also have a fear of like missing out. So they don't want to just stick to what they have because they want to taste it all the they want to see what they don't want to the 31 flavors the, the costco on a sunday yeah you want all the samples i know a nigga like this i know some people like this too i want women, women as well because commitment issues can be with a friend group as well it doesn't just have to be romantic relationships it can be commitment issues and if i if i meet a woman who's in my around my age we're 30 now mm -hmm. um get used to us saying that yeah we're 30 now yeah 30 and you don't have thriving. 
at least a, one or two, maybe even a handful of deep-rooted friendships, sis, side-eye, because we too old. You don't got no homegirls. None. You know how I feel about that. None. You're mean to tell me that no one has stuck around. We done been to middle school. We done been elementary, middle school, high school, college. Red flag. Not even a coworker. Right. They switch friends like little draws. I'm telling you, I know somebody literally just like this who's like cool with everybody could pop up at anybody's house. But but do they have they don't they have commitment issues? I know it. You know, I, it. I know it personal. You know who I'm talking about. Hmm. There we go. Put a stamp on it. Seal it. Sign, Send it to the seal, motherfucker. Deliver. I'm yours. Okay. I ain't yours. You got fucking commitment issues. <laughs> okay. Um. These people also have. Several short relationships rather than a few long ones. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that have commitment issues, they live for the lustful honeymoon phase, baby. Yes. That that gets them going. So they jump in and out. As soon as it starts to shine, the the, the heat starts to fizz out. They like, I got to get out of here. I need to find me a new person yeah. to be in the honeymoon phase with. So they leave behind a bunch of like short, passionate, filled relationships. You know, the people where you're like, wow, you know. I'm really feeling him. Mm-hmm. He's feeling me. We're mm-hmm. having a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the chemistry. And then they gone. Because as soon as that little spark leaves, they're like, okay, this is becoming too normal for me. It's starting to turn into feel like it's turning into the real deal that she may press or he may press. And I have to get out of here. I got to skedaddle. Yes. Um, another warning sign is these people, type of people are people with commitment issues. They never accept the blame or the responsibility for a friendship or relationship ending. It's always someone else's fault. It's never their fault. Mm. So beware Be of that. Be accountable, if you If you ask someone, like, why did your last relationship end? Like, what was going on with your last couple of relationships or so? And they say, oh, she was crazy or she was doing too much or she, Everything she, comes she, back she, to the she. other person. And it was never like, you know, maybe we weren't a good match. There were a few shortcomings on both of our ends. Yeah. You know, it just didn't work out. Beware of that. Yes. Friendships too. Ooh. Friend. You know somebody? Yeah. Like everybody is the, the victim. Mm-hmm. Every time a friendship ends, it's because. I got my smallest violin out. I'm playing. You it. know, it's mm-hmm. because of something they did. And at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself. You have to look inward, beloved. Yeah. You're the common denominator. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else is able to maintain friendships with Come other on. people outside Come on. of you. Pa- but pastor, you're the one. Preach it. <laughs> Bring it around. One. You're the one stuck. (laughs) No, you're the one that doesn't have any friends or relationships. So it may be you. And I mean, like, it's not just friendships. It would be the niggas, too. Now, if you can't keep a nigga or a friend. Yeah. Unpack. (laughs) Peel back. Peel back. Unpack and peel back. Unpack, peel back, banana that thing. Come on. So, also... Um, these type of people, they tend to dislike or avoid language involving commitment. Now go back to the other point that I made about the person that I know like this, Mm -hmm. that's this nigga's, uh, number one trick, only trick in his bag. It's like bag of trips around bush five, just one. That's what comes out of his bag of trips beat around the bush. Yeah. He unshakes the bag and the bush falls out. Flips it and tumbles. That's it. So essentially a person with commitment issues often wants to treat everything in a casual way. Mm -hmm. And the language they use to describe their relationships or previous relationships, relationships often reflects that feeling, you know? So you can know that it was like a long-term deep relationship and they try to dumb it down. Dumb the dumb down. 
Yeah. Like, nah, I'm too busy for that. I'm focusing on this right now. I ain't got time for that. Well, she ain't nobody. My, she ain't nobody. She ain't nobody. <laughs> yeah. My, my brain is not there right now. I'm focused on something else. So essentially, they may not want to think of a long-term partner as a boyfriend or girlfriend. They may have no interest in advancing the relationship past casual dating boo-boos. Yeah. So they only seek these friends with benefits type of interactions. Some shit with no strings attached, like in sync. Remember that? Bye bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. It was called No Strings Attached. The, the, that was the, the album. album. Right. Okay, put that on because that's what these people are dealing with. Yep. The No Strings Attached. That's what they want. And they may even ghost their partners or their friendships um, if they feel like things are getting a little hot and heavy. You know, that lets them avoid the conversation altogether. Right, because they don't have the language. They don't have the language and they want to keep it as loose as possible. So they can come back around like nothing happened. Like, oh, uh, hey. Da, da, da. And we're not doing that. No. We're referring back to episode, I think it was 67 with Aisha. Reclaim your power, bitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take it back. Um, also, people with commitment issues often avoid personal commitments and they're very flaky and inconsistent. Okay, so mm. these people have poor time management skills. They're always showing up late or not at all to activities that they said they were going to be at. You can't depend on these people. Sicko mode. And this allows them to completely absolve themselves of the responsibility for maintaining these long-term friendships and relationships. Mm. It's like, I mean, hey, I mean, don't put the expectation on me. Yeah, yeah. That's not what this was. Don't rely on me. If I come... I come. If I get there, I get there. When I get there, we're not going to make this a real hardcore thing. We're just not. Can't. And they'll come up with all these different excuses for this behavior instead of ever making some corrective behavior, doing some, making some changes. If be, they on, just, be there on time. Commit. If you're coming, come. So if someone's always flaking on commitments with you, you guys set a date, say, hey, we're going to go out. They don't show up or they they don't call you Canceling the day of the, the last date. minute. And then they call you two days later and you keep accepting this behavior like it's normal. You're a part of the problem. Mm, the codependency. It's not okay. You have to check people at the door. Hey, what you did wasn't cool. You know, if you're going to give them a chance to correct it, that's fine. But if they keep on doing this over and over again, what can you, what can we say? Call a spade a spade. What and recognize you don't even have to have a conversation. You can just be like, okay, I see what you're doing. I peep and I'm game. Not, yeah. And peeping game. And I'm going to remove myself from the situation because peep what peep. we're not going to do is this. Yeah. Also, um, Sicko. folks with commitment issues, they're usually attracted um, to people who are unavailable. Their romantic interests are typically unavailable. And these people, they um, they claim to only experience these attractions. And, and, and unavailable is like, in a relationship or it, it can mean a person who is in another relationship somebody who's swamped with work or school some shit that got them already you know over their head yeah. somebody who's not emotionally or mentally help, healthy enough for a relationship it is or there's just been a breakup and they haven't healed from it you know they come and pry on they your prey open, on these people little open wounds because they know <laughs> She's not looking for a commitment either. Right. He's not looking for a commitment either. Exactly. They're broken or they're busy. They won't demand much of me. Right. Or if you're in a relationship, it's like I already know it's going to be a you little already slide. Know. Yeah, a little slide in, slide out, going back to your nigga. There we go. So this person may jump from unavailable crush to unavailable cr crush and, and fleeing when it feels like the person may want to give them more either have more time, give them more emotional, you know, have emotion, more yeah. emotional connection or deepen the relationship. Right. If you're dealing with someone, if you the side chick, if Once you, you the start side saying like, line, you know, I really care. Right. If you're the side line, ho, 
dead. Monica. Dead. Use a, I'm not calling you guys hoes. Just saying what the song said. Yeah. But if you're a side chick and you know you're messing with someone who got someone and you like, okay, thinking they're going to leave her for you and you start talking that talk, they like, hold up. They ain't going to be walking in like they talking. No. No. Because people like playing those type of games. They like having a little cake and eating a little... What is that? Cake and on the side? What cake is that? and eat like, it too. Yeah. Cake on the side. <laughs> yeah, they like to have their cake and eat and eating it too. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine when I say cake on the side. Like you got cake in the front and then cake on the side. Got it. You're, you're thinking two pieces. <laughs> yeah. It has to be that because who doesn't want the piece of cake? Yeah, for later. <laughs> no, but who doesn't want to eat the piece of cake that they have? So when people say, take your cake and eat it too, you got to be talking about an additional piece. It is. That's what it is. You want your cake and you want to eat it too. And a to-go piece. Wait, I want my cake and I want to eat. You, you want, want your, your cake and you want to eat it too. Yeah. That means I, I want to have a piece I, that I ain't even eat yet. Okay, got it. We yeah. Got it, hopefully. That's why the cake is on the side. Got it. Okay. Sweet potato pie. Ooh, that's my preference. Yeah. <laughs> you want your pie and eat it I too. I want my pie. I, I'll eat a whole sweet potato pie by myself. <laughs> she want her pie and eat it too. Um. So people with commitment issues. Now these people, now this is a real disguise. Okay. They're usually very picky. And their taste with both friends and relationships. So usually people that are very picky, they have all these high expectations. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't want nobody who say you're 35. I don't want nobody with kids. Mm -hmm. You got to be six, six. You got to be dark skinned. You got to have a six figure job. You got to do this. You can't, you got to drive this kind of car. Um, it, it'll even get down to the nitty gritty. I don't want a nigga who tweet all day. Right. You know, stuff, <laughs> right. stuff like that. But these high expectations really are a shield for people with commitment issues. Yeah. Because they use these these high expectations as a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Tell them. Because they know that they can use this to keep people from getting too close or maybe as an excuse to why they don't have anyone. Yes. No one's meeting my expectations nobody's going to be able to rise up to this when really rise up. when really you don't want to allow yourself to commit or maybe even get a little deeper you probably feel like you're not worthy of having commitment so you set all these faux expectations that you know nobody's ever going to really meet but then you'll be like you know no nobody meet my standards mm. <laughs> you just got to come back to reality yeah. as long as people i'm not saying you have to have you know your bottom of the barrel standards but as long as people are respectful they're kind um they're smart self- smart <laughs> now we sound like the hell you is smart yeah um but you know the basics you know what the basics needs are and the basics for you you know have your own basics but don't go set in the bar so high to where you know it can't even be reached. Yeah. Be realistic. So uh, next, if you don't remember anything else, remember this. If this person wants to be there, they're going to be there. Right? But people with commitment issues, they usually string their partners along or these friendships along. And they never are quite ready for anything serious. So emotions often cloud our perspective and our judgment in the initial stages of most relationships and friendships. And we look at uh, the other person through some rose-colored glasses. So we don't even notice all of these red flags. It's just like, girl, he fine. If you done got there, uh, dick too bomb. You know, it'd be <laughs> all of that. It'd be all of that. But really we should be looking at our new friendships especially new people and new relationships you got to be a little bit on guard with these people yeah you know and you have to look at them assess uh, uh, 
objectively take your take yourself out of it and be like what is this nigga really about right so you need to look at if this person wants to hang out or go on dates do they make time for you girl that's key or is there consistently a reason or excuse as to why y'all can't hang out you know or even reschedule nigga you cancel but we can't reschedule we can't put it back on the books you know i understand you know things come up so when would you like to go now if there's no reschedule i'm like okay is there no rain check available if there's no rain check that's when i'm like you done said enough yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me remember on um what's love got to do with it you ain't got to tell me twice or hit me twice when no Ike, when i kid anime's friend uh-uh. when he was like when now they were in the restaurant if me and you were ever together and yo yo nigga hit me we would jump gang bang the- Girl, gang, gang. It's a be a boxing match. We going to box with that nigga. Boxing he hit with the friend, girl. Do you know, it? he, he wouldn't have the- I would have gave you two winks and a shake, bitch, and we were on it. <laughs> like, there has yeah. to be a signal. Like, okay, bitch, right the now. The signal is I got hit. The signal is let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Random. The signal is I got hit. That Okay, so off that. So... Um, yeah, nigga, if there's no rain check available, <laughs> essentially a person who wants to, who's interested is going to want to get to know you better. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to be around you and do fun things. And also a lot of times these people, they're spending time wringing their hands out. They're trying to figure out what the person doesn't want. You know, yeah. they are trying to figure out how to maneuver, how to shake around, how to keep giving you just enough line yeah. to keep you on, but not enough to really hook you, to bait exactly. you, pull you in. They want to At least there. we know the code if somebody ever slap you. Two blinks and a shake. Come right. back to that. Girl, I'll be I'll see red. I might not be able to <laughs> blink. If I get slapped, I will see red. My eyes will be stuck on red. I'm gonna be once somebody if somebody reach over and slap you, I'm ain't no ain't no It'll cold. be like a, a reflex. Nigga, yeah. I would be jumping. We gotta one person gotta go high, the other person gotta go, go low. Punch the nigga in his face, the other person punch the nigga in his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. We taking him out. All right. Yeah. Um, so if someone is a poor communicator and they're really difficult to get in touch in, chances are they have commitment issues. Okay. So these people are probably doing things like not answering the phone, um, not really texting you like they were before, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe giving you the short answers. Um, are they not answering that all? They're letting the phone go to the voicemail. Um, and they're never calling you unless you, they need something. Or unless they want to click up. Like the vagina. Yeah. Okay. This pussy ain't for free. Um, that was the this dick ain't for or free. Or whatever. Maybe maybe even if it's not the vagina, but just if, when they want to hang yeah. out. But you could never call them when you want to hang out or if you want some dick. You have to wait until they, <laughs> oh they call you. So their investment into this friendship or this relationship is typically very self-serving, very shallow, very surface level. And you can tell that by their communication. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and this is it, they tend to love the chase of a romantic pursuit more than the destination, more than getting to the end. So the perpetual romantic who bounces aimlessly from relationship to relationship, this, this type of nigga is afraid of commitment or this type of homegirl. You're afraid, girl. You're afraid. So they may even get involved with like a relationship for a brief amount of time, sometimes even a few weeks. And then drop it immediately. Yeah. Right. They may be the type to consistently want to hit the club, turn up, hit the bars, looking for a temporary good time on a regular basis. Right. And they may not even come from a harmful place. They just want to have a good time instead of dealing with a responsibility and and the accountability associated with an LTR, a long term relationship. Yeah. 
So it's really your responsibility to to know what you want. Mm-hmm. If you don't want commitment, then you can keep key with these people. But if you know in your heart that you want commitment, then you need to take these red flags and take action. Mm-hmm. And if you the shit girl, let that nigga know. Just <laughs> say, good girl, let that nigga know. What song is that? Hold up, y'all. It's my turn now. Oh, it's Trina. No, it's Trina. I didn't listen to too much. Shit, girl, let that nigga know. I didn't listen too much of the train being. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. Now, where, why, why, where'd you give her that nickname from? That's her nickname, Train Bean. I knew that much, but is it really? Yeah, I think. Uh, okay, no, y'all. That's not her nickname. Have you seen it's the City the Girls Twerk bitch. Challenge? No, but I need to now. We'll look at it afterwards. You see, I was already City Girls from the 305. They have a new song called Twerk, and they're doing a twerk challenge, and they're giving $25,000 to the best twerker. Those girls have been putting in work. Okay, well, I'm about to practice and upload my shit. No, you got to do it in panty. Oh, okay. I'm out. That's where it is. That's where it is. I'm all for you to have a good time. But once I got to come into strip down to my draw and twerk, that's why I have to respectfully bow out yeah you got it once i'm out my pants on camera i just can't just not for the internet i'm sorry yeah and why would they make us have to go to those lanes i for mean the money? i'm not saying they're literally making you but if you want a chance of winning up no. against the competition you better be up. i'm sorry never mind just take it to the club yeah take it to the strip club i ain't got it okay so just when i thought i was about to collect my coins <laughs> you said panties back to business yeah so We're going to now transition to how you can overcome your fear of commitment. Now, whether you're dating someone with the commitment, with commitment issues, or you're suffering from this yourself, um, if it's really bad, of course, we always result to seeking professional help. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can go to a psychologist or a relationship counselor. Sometimes you have to escalate. Yeah. Sometimes our little tips we give you may not be enough, but, um, and after you put it on the altar, I mean, sometimes you just wait no more answers. Yeah. You got to tune your ear to God's God's voice. Hey, Lord, what are you telling me? Yeah. Um, but if you're someone that maybe can take some tips from us, here we go. Here we go. So here are some steps for overcoming commitment issues. So, and you can always write these down and share them with someone who may be suffering. Face your fear of commitment. And remember that life can be more rewarding when you take risks. So. Who knows? You might end up committing to the relationship of your dreams. Or even a job or even a business venture. There you go. A a hustle. Maybe you're really scared to dive completely into your hobby. You know, just go for it. You never know what will come from it. Also, we're going to pinpoint what it is that you're actually afraid of. Are you scared of getting hurt? Are you scared of rejection? Are you scared of losing your freedom? You can also, you know, flip that and apply that to various um aspects of your life yeah maybe you scared like dang my last entrepreneurial endeavor it flopped maybe i lost all my money doing that maybe that didn't make me no money you know tap in sis find out where the roots are beloved or maybe people won't be receptive to what i'm putting out and i don't want to look stupid it's so hard with the art (sighs) believe me i know i think i'm gonna start wearing my hair in two ball two ball until i'm here for it a little bit um also to work on overcoming let go of any of your past hurt mm-hmm. and understand that your mm-hmm. fear understand that your fear is irrational it can only control you as far as long as you let it mm-hmm. release release and let it flow release now we know it take, may take time to let go of this past hurt but just start yeah start working on releasing the hurt so that you can flourish in the present come on amen Release past, flourish in present. Come on. Repeat after me. Release past, 
flourish and present. Love it. Also, only date when you're happy with yourself mm. and you feel 100% ready. If you're not ready, then you're only going to attract some bullshit. Period. Gosh. Period. Um, lastly, take your time when you're dating someone. Mm -hmm. um, we said last episode, I believe, dating should be fun. But you also, also should be smart. Okay? Because if you have an end goal in mind, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta be woke. Make sure you guys have shared values and aligned ambitions so that you could make sure that you're aligning yourself with the right person that's right for you. Yes. Now, if you just want to go out and kiki and have a little fun and that doesn't matter, then do that. But if you know that's not what you're trying to do, then make sure you're doing your part. Yeah. Don't jump in unless you're really ready to dive in. Mm. And, and just a little sidebar, um, when you're dating someone with commitment issues, you just have to be patient and understanding if you care that much, if you care that much to stick around. Because if it's, if it's hindering you, beloved, skirt. Let it burn. Let it burn. Get far away from that motherfucker. But if you feel like, okay, I feel like there's something in him, then stay and help them overcome their issues. And also just serve as a reminder that relationships are made up a lot of small commitments. So without even realizing it, they've already been committing to certain things. You know, like it's not so scary. Look. We've been committing to our dates. We've been committing to hanging out on these days. We've, We've been, been committing to communicating daily. Commit yeah, little things, right? So you have to encourage these people not to overthink it or spend too much time worrying about what the future might hold. Yeah. Right? And when they overcome their fears, then you guys can enjoy a happy, healthy relationship and, and be okay with giving people the space that they need to grow and develop. Right. But also... It's important to remember that you cannot forget your own needs, mm -hmm. okay? So if, like we said, if after a period of time you're noticing that there's no change. Yeah. No change. I mean, it's no, no, no pain. You have to honor no yourself pain. by stepping away and letting them heal on their own. Yeah. Leave it to the Lord. Release expectation. Mm-hmm. I've done my part here. I have to let it go. And you know, if he comes back around maybe with a different mindset. The trajectory of your dating life with him or her will change. But until then, let it go. Let it go. So hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that helped. Um, hopefully that helped you if you have commitment issues or if you've been dealing with someone that you know has commitment issues and they ain't ready to give you what you need. Go. We were talking with the baby girl in our DMs about that too, about um, the guy who was ghosting her and telling oh, her yeah. like... Um, he was basically saying, like, you know, she wants more. She asked him. Mm -hmm. She This is a little bit of a girlfriend gag, gag. She was basically asking him, like, you know, what are we doing? Yeah. And he was like, I mean, you cool to hang out with, but and he's, yeah, we, we just need to do what we're doing. In so many words, he was saying, we're nothing. Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to check on her. Yeah. I'm going to reach out to her and say, hey, girl, how's that nigga? That nigga that you were worried about. Um, so now it's time to pick up a pen. We're dropping a gem. Okay. So winter's, so winter's, winter's here. Coming. Yeah. Winter's coming. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, we're in fall. Yeah, yeah, winter's coming. And that was a Game of Thrones tagline. Oh, yeah. I know. You don't watch. I know. Okay. I don't watch it, but I know you that's that one, one of their staples. Yeah, winter's coming. So temps are dropping. Um, when I was looking at the weather for California, which was going to be the low 50, I saw that the high of New York was 46. So our baby girls on the East Coast, Me. I'm praying for you. Yeah, it, it, we're used to, we're, we're actually spoiled by like warm temperatures and if not warm, comfortable. And that's comfortable, why we're dealing with these fires. Comfortable temperatures because once it drops down below. 70. Like, you know, a brisk, a brisk 50, we, 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 hypothermia. 
it's it's cold as fuck. Yeah. So we want to let you guys know about these weighted blankets that we've been using and loving and enjoying. Uh, essentially, the weighted blanket is separated into. Um, it's kind of stitched individually. It kind of looks like a quilt. Quilt, yeah, it's like quilted, but each each piece of has the a weight yes, has like beads, 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 beads in it, and it's evenly distributed around. and And it's recommended that you get about half your body weight, but essentially, it feels like you're getting a hug. So when you're being swaddled or hugged, there's a chemical that's released in your brain that makes you feel good. And oftentimes, people who suffer with insomnia or anxiety, um, anxiety, depression, any like one of those kind of ailments, this helps release that chemical. Like you're getting a hug in your sleep and it helps you like rest and feel better. My sleep has been, I cannot sleep without this thing now. It's unmatched. Uh, unmatched. Sleeping under this weighted blanket is unmatched. And you know, we just got through talking about commitment issues. Now, if you're having a problem struggling with getting Sleeping a nigga to alone. commit, get a weighted blanket. Commit to that. Yeah. You won't need, you won't need anyone there because this weighted blanket does all the work. And it's cool. It doesn't make me hot. I mean, I don't sleep directly under it. I know you do the skin to skin. Skin. <laughs> I don't do the skin, skin to skin. skin. I do my blanket, then my my duvet, and then or what is this? Called? I've even went as far as to layer up. I have two weighted blankets. Yeah. I sometimes I, double, I fold mine in half. I double up that weighted blanket. I be having to really work out of that sleep. Working yeah. me. I wake up fighting out of that weighted blanket like I'm ready to wake up. <laughs> so. These are really great. You can check it out. Um, your sleep, trust us. Trust if you haven't trust us with anything else, which we know you have. But if you're if you have a tough time getting to sleep, if you have a tough time having quality sleep, because there's a difference with just getting to sleep and then the sleep really being like rest, right? Like, you know. So if you have a hard time resting, if you deal with any anxiety and you just want to feel better when you when you're cozied up and laying around, get this puppy. And yes. we're going to have an affiliate link. Yes. So um, we're going to have it down in the show notes. Yeah. So if you want to get a blanket, click the link and it'll take you to a link to get a blanket. It's worth it. It's oh, and totally a great Christmas gift. Great Christmas great, gift. Great Christmas, Christmas gift. So it's put this gift on your list. It's gift that keeps on giving. Put it on your list. If you're not able to get it, tell someone you really need it um, and that you, you be ch- they'd be changing your life. Yes. Help, help them help you, whatever. So- this week, girlfriend gag. What is the girlfriend? The girlfriend gag? gag is where you, our girlfriend listeners, send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, and we gag about it here on the show. So you can send your girlfriend gags to our DMs. You can email us at contact at theblackgirlbravado.com. And we'll talk about it like girlfriends do. That's what we do. So uh, girlfriends slid into our DMs. And she said, hi, it's me again. Because she chats with us uh, occasionally. Um, So she has a question in regards to disassociating with negative people or patterns. How do you do that um, when the people are are your parents and you're still dependent on them? So how do you disassociate and kind of cut ties with your negative, toxic-ass parents? It's really tough. Hey, I remember um, this time last year we had our, um, like, toxic family sort of episode oh, because yeah. Thanksgiving was coming up. We wanted, we wanted to give people the tools to deal with their little families if they were in sick situations. Yeah. Um, Time but flies. It does. But I, I know that, that toxic parents, unfortunately, is a common issue. I mean, we just were talking about how if we have kids, how we really want to raise them in loving environments. Mm-hmm. And um, it sucks. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. Um, 
but the only advice that I can give is work on becoming independent or at least being able to sustain yourself without the help of that parent as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, you have to. It's the only way that you're really going to be able to gain some leverage to have control because otherwise it's like they have it. They're stringing you along. And I think that if you're able to go to them and have a a mature conversation now if they're toxic that's that's one thing but maybe they have the ability to communicate they're just negative and maybe you can just let them know hey this is me this this is the person that i am and i understand that we're two different people but this is what i need from you in efforts for me to like live here whatever it is set some set some boundaries so i don't know in what rate ways that they're toxic or negative Um, it could be tough a lot of the time because i'm assuming this is a sister i don't know but our sister. Our sister. I mean, when I say a sister, I mean an African-American woman. She looks like a sister. woman of color. Okay. Sister. 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 Um, but, you know, like the common dynamic with a black mom is I tell you, you don't tell me type vibe. And mm-hmm. But that's the difference in being a mature adult. We can have a conversation. I mean, but respect. I feel like people can be a mature adult and still have embedded in their mind like I'm your mother. Yeah. And you're the child. And that's the dynamic and that's how we communicate, you know? And so it can be tough or even just because that's been the, that's how you, how your relationship has been your whole life. It can be hard to even spark up that conversation or take a quote unquote stance against the parent, then especially maybe, when you're depending on them for your livelihood. That's I, the part. So like you said, emancipate as much as possible. If it's just a matter of uh, paying rent, you know, whatever, Look at your budget. Find out what it is that you can pay. Like pay what you weigh. Is do do as much as you can. You know, if you're if you can squeeze out an extra couple hundred bucks to pay for your rent to your parents, say, hey, I really want to give this to you guys because I want to contribute. What so that they feel like, okay, she's doing it on her own. Or if you have some roommates, some homegirls, you can get out. Well, any bills that you can take from them, take from them. So you can start really standing on your own. And maybe you don't have to speak with them in a negative light. It could be when you guys are having a really good day and a really good time and you guys are on the, on the up and up and just say, hey, mom, I'm really trying to, you know, emancipate myself a little bit and gain a little bit more independence. This is what I'm thinking, you know? But in the chance that you can't have that conversation. Get the fuck out. You got to get out. Yeah, I guess that's the only way to put it. The dependency on them, that's that's where you're dragged. That's where your ass is bundled up and they're dragging you by the little bitty cheeks. So do whatever you have to do. If that means picking up a second job, creating a side hustle. Moving in with some homegirls who are responsible and reliable. Yeah, you got to deep down, buckle down and um, tap in, find the resources, create create the life that you want to live. So if there that's a go. life free of toxicity um or yeah, negativity I guess some people's parents are just nasty that's just there's some people's reality and it sucks and you know what don't be afraid to to say no i'm not tolerating your negative toxicness so once you get out i understand that those are your parents but sometimes you really got to do the nip tuck yeah you got to nip their asses in the bud and say i will not i cannot because you know why that energy i can't live with it i can't go on like this you had me at born <laughs> and i now i'm able to walk away yeah. And sometimes you really got to do the full break, break every chain. Yeah. Sometimes you really have to do the cutoff. Of course, you can't do that when you're living under their roof. Right. But once you but get your last you, bag out the door, then deuces, fool. This is the last time you'll see me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we're hoping that you're able to change that situation soon. 
But remember, you do have the power. You Even do have you the power. Grind harder and give yourself a time frame. Maybe it won't be next month. Maybe it won't be six months. But hey, in a year, I'm gonna save up. I'm gonna pay my debt down. I'm gonna do what the fuck I gotta do to get out of here. Set yourself a goal and really work towards it. You got this, boo boo. No to the ground. Woohoo! Alrighty, we've well, come to the end. We've reached the end of our episode, and um, we hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and also share this mm-hmm. on your social you media. Guys are feeling it? Let yeah. us know. Um. So yeah, we'll be back next week, same time to chit chat. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.